Yeah, so this is the 54th running of the AJC Peachtree Road Race, uh, and it is known uh, the world over as the world's largest 10K. But uh, if you live here in Atlanta or in Georgia in general, you know it as how we celebrate the 4th of July, just a great community event that uh, brings everybody together uh, to, to celebrate the Independence Day holiday as we cover 6.2 miles from, from Buckhead down to Piedmont Park. All right, and tell me, let's go back, even the, the runners are out uh, right now. Let's go back to how this began and when and how long or short uh, the uh, run was at that time. And then if you can just sort of give me a thumbnail chronology of how it got to this point. I certainly can. So the first running of the Petrie was 1970. And in that first year, we had 110 finishers. And uh, it was 6.2 miles. It's always been 6.2 miles, so that's 10K. Uh, in, in runner speak, if you will. Uh, and this is an event that really was and remains lightning in a bottle. It, it grew uh, exponentially in that first decade. So by the early 80s, we were well north of 20, 25,000 people. And by the time we got to the 90s, uh, we were pushing 50,000 people. Uh, and in the 2000s, we've been generally a 60,000 person event. Uh, and uh, as I said a little bit earlier, uh, we we are known the world over, but 89, 90% of the participants in every uh, uh, Street are from the state of Georgia. So, so we track from all 50 states around 25 different countries, uh, but it is really a homegrown event. It is, uh, it is our New York, you know, the New York City Marathon is to New York, or the Boston Marathon is to Boston, the Peachtree is to Atlanta. There's a lot to be said for ritual and tradition and things going down from generation to generation. Is it that, or what do you think the attraction is year after year? So we like to say it's the world's largest running party and there's a little race involved with it. But if, if anyone uh, has, has participated in the Peachtree, they know that this is about community and it's not necessarily how fast you can get from point a to point b so we we will have the deepest elite athlete field we've ever had so 60 to 70 of the fastest men and women from around the world so the top women may break 30 minutes and the top men will run around 27 minutes so it's crazy fast but tens of thousands of people will run, jog, and, and tens of thousands of people will also walk. So so this is as, as much a community event as it is a race. People of the current generation will remember uh, pandemic-era closures, but I'm curious, going way back into the past, were there other times during wartime, for example, uh, when you had to bag the race? How do you count which year this is? Is it an annual thing, or do you count the total? We count the total, so, so it has been an in-person continuous event uh, for 54 years, with the exception of our COVID year, so that was 2020. And the way we, we kept it running, so to speak, is, is we, we were unable to come together in person, but we did a virtual event. So if you participated 
uh, in your own neighborhood, on your own streets. You send us proof of your performance, uh, and we sent you off that traditional finisher shirt that everybody uh, who participates in Peachtree knows all about. Anybody who has to drive to work here at the WSB studio in the middle of Midtown on the 4th of July can get a sense of just how many people it is doing all sorts of different things when the race is over, for example, and wandering all around. This has tremendous economic impact here. It's not just the race. This is tens and tens of thousands of people. Uh, it is, and, and that's why we call it the world's largest of its kind. Uh, and the event could not happen uh, if not for the city of Atlanta that has, uh, through throughout its history, just embraced this event, put its arms around it. So from APD to AFR to Public Works to Sanitation to Department of Transportation to the Mayor's Office, uh, this truly is a community effort. We see Atlanta Track Club's uh, role, its effort as, as being sort of the steward of this event that everybody in Atlanta owns. At the same time, so, well, actually, can you put some kind of number on it? Maybe, you know, $50 million impact, $30 million like that? Did you, have you calculated it? Uh, we have calculated it over the years. It, it, it has a significant economic impact, as you say, but it is very different than, let's say, the Super Bowl or the college football playoffs where, where everyone is traveling. So, as I said, 89 to 90% of the participants are from the state of Georgia. Uh, so, so we drive a significant uh, hotel room nights the night before and some restaurants the day of and the evening before. Um, but this is not something where, uh, where the vast majority of the part, uh, participants are flying in from, from, from corners right. of the globe. Right. All that economic impact, do you ever step back and, and sort of turn that around and, and think about how charming it is that people will go to all this trouble and all this exertion for a t-shirt. It's like one of the most prized possessions in the city. To your point, most road races and marathons, if not all, with the exception of Peachtree, when you show up the day before the morning of, they hand you your t-shirts and your race bib or your race number. Peachtree doesn't do that. You have to earn your shirt. So you have to cross a start line, you have to cross tiny mats on the course, and you have to uh, cross the tiny mats at the finish line to receive that coveted finisher shirt. Uh, and, and there are people, there are families who have been doing this, not, not for years, but decades. Uh, and it is a great source of pride for people to collect those shirts. So it is something that the, the track club takes very serious, and everyone who understands the peach tree takes very serious as well. I think that's just great. So when this is done today, I presume you start planning for next year, what, Monday, Tuesday, you take a day off? <laughs> now, I think we might actually take three or four days off. And we'll, so we'll wait till, till, till next Monday to start uh, as, as we finish unloading and digging out from, from all that is the 54th running as we plan for the 55th. Okay. And let me check how we're doing for time here. Stand by. Oh, we're good. Okay. A couple more questions here. Um, you know, your your organization, I guess your bureaucracy, your finances, the way it's set up, is there any reason this won't continue for decades more as long as the city is happy with it? I can't foresee it falling out of favor in the public mind. No, this this is this is essentially the the this is our World Series, our Super Bowl every year for Atlanta Track Club. This is our focus. 
we do a lot more than this event and and that our mission is to get everybody walking and running throughout the year but this is the way we get people started uh, and there is no intention to look a different direction uh, at any point. Uh, as I see it as the race director and the CEO at Atlanta Track Club, my job and our job is to keep this event healthy for the next generation of Atlanta. What's the biggest change you think you guys have seen over the decades? Does it have anything to do with the running itself, say the times or the gear that they use? Is it more social things, you know, is it minorities or gender, that kind of thing? What do you think is the biggest evolution, I guess, that you've seen over the decades? So that's a great question. So historically, the, 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 the first running boom in the United States was in the 1970s. And then there was another running boom in the 80s and another one in the 90s. And that and those initial running booms were driven by older white men. Uh, and if you look at the Peachtree, it is it is everyone. It is old, it is young, it is male, it is female. Uh, it is black, it is white. Uh, we, Atlanta, believe, I should say we, the runners of Atlanta, believe that this is the most diverse running city in America. That's why we call Atlanta Running City USA. So very proud of the fact that this event has evolved with the times and welcomes everyone from the fleet of foot to the walker. Uh, to, to the person taking their first steps on Peachtree when they turn 10 years old, uh, to our oldest finishers. Uh, and this year, our oldest finisher could be 98 years old. Wow. All right. That's about the time that I have. If I asked you if you wanted to give a message not only to the people of Atlanta, but if there's somebody in Chicago, you know, or Billings, Montana, listening to this uh, about the 4th of July and your event there, what would you tell them? Three words. Peachtree is, well, I'm going to take that back. Four words. Peachtree is for everyone.